What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Lita Johnson, and we are here on Follow the Sports Podcast talking about some Penn State, baby. I've been doing my thing. You know, I've been doing a lot of podcasts, man, and I've been really waiting to get back to Penn State doing my homework. And once again, I mean, I love good recruiting classes. I love good recruiters. So when I get to talking about recruiting, I mean, like seriously, Penn State, it lost recruits. I mean, we know that the guys they've lost, they just lost Dante Thornton in the 2021 class. I had made a comment. I made a comment like I thought he was, he wasn't committed no more. You know what I'm saying? Because he said his process was open. When I see somebody say the recruiting process is open, no matter who they committed to, y'all better look out, man. And it happened. I mean, if, if you are 100 if you are committed, your recruiting process cannot be open. So I knew this was going to happen. I just knew it just don't look right. It don't even look right. For a person to say, you know, I mean, I talked to his uncle. I remember I made the comment, and you know, I don't really, you see, I don't respond too hard no more to uh, too many, you know, unless you a diehard follower have been supporting, and you know, I hear eating and stuff and all that. I don't even listen to it, but there we go. All right, now let's talk about um, the 2020 class because I, I listen, I love how Penn State recruits, they are one of the best. Now, I covered all Pennsylvania, I'm gonna start covering Pittsburgh. I mean, I'm really about to start getting to it. So, we go here. Now, Curtis Jacobs was a great one. Uh, I just think it was a good commit. He's still there. Enzo Jennings still there, um, which is an interesting piece because I feel like he can be the best safety that they got, period. Uh, Cobra Vard, another dog. I mean, they just keep loading it up. Defensive. I'm really waiting to see how everybody unfolds. You still got Damian Barber. Ellison Jordan, he's been hurt. That's my guy. Shout out to Ellison Jordan. But he's a talent when he's out there. Uh, Daniel Joseph, PJ Mustafa, um, Judge Culpepper. I mean, there's so many guys in this, this D-line. Now you got Cole Brevard. Jaden Dodden. I really want to talk about the, the receivers here. Let's talk about Jaden Dodden, Norvell Black, Parker Washington. Let's talk about these guys. You get a guy like Jaden Dodden who can, who I think he can be an NFL talent. Don't tell me that he can't. When he's playing for Penn State. Penn State now had people like Troy Abke drafted. Alright? You, you see people, you see people like Christian Campbell getting all the notice. And you see, I mean, even guys that come off undrafted free Grant Haley. I mean, there's so many guys that get drafted from Penn State. Jaden Dodden is a is a tall receiver at 6'3. It's always good to have somebody not only 6'2, but an extra inch at 6'3. That is big. He's the type of guy that could be a Terrell Owens type of player. All right, Parker Washington is just like a K.J. Hamler clone. Except K.J. Hamler is a little bit more on a different level. But Parker Washington, don't I, I couldn't say that he won't have the same productive career as K.J. I think K.J. can do more. But I just think that it's explosive, explosiveness and speed. I think Parker and K.J. are, you know what I mean? Like, listen, Parker got that same thing. I think this is big to see. What had happened uh, at 5'10", doing this thing. Now, uh, Norville Black, he's, I mean, he's probably, out of all the receivers on here, I think he's just a big gamer, period. I just think he's that guy that you just got to look out for, man. I, I really believe, like, and Lackawanna always comes up, Penn State loves recruiting out of Lackawanna College. I mean, seriously. Now, the one guy who's the lowest rated receiver, who I think is the best one, period, is Malik Mega. 
Malik Maker, excuse me. 6'3", can run a 4'4", almost a 4'3". At 188, when he gets on Penn State, when them coaches get to working with him, you got to believe the way he did Miles Sanders, Saquon Barkley. Like I say, Troy Apke, I always point to him because Troy Apke was a wide receiver, came was a safety, and he showed out in the combine. It just really trained players. And I just think now, you look at all the receivers they brought in when they brought in the Daniel Georges, the Mac Hippenhammers, and the Cameron Sullivan Brown. You know, when they brought in guys like that, this receiving class is getting like that. Tyler Warren is another one. He, he can play tight end. He can play quarterback or whatever. But tight end is going to be that. I see him as a tight end. I see him, and they're still trying to get um, Theo Johnson, which I think he's a, he's going to be a Penn State. That's going to be. I mean, they really want to. If you look at Penn State's recruiting class, you have to, even from their first Big Ten title that, that Franklin got, you had to still give them more leeway to recruit and, and let guys come in and do their thing. This is, a, this is a young crowd. This is a young crowd. Young crowd, man. Um, you got Morba, Fatorma Morba, another guy in state. I think the in state thing is big with Nick Dawkins, Morba, uh, Elsden. These guys are, are, are players. They're, they'll work hard, and it's going to be interesting to see which guy turns out to be real good players, you know. Uh, Jair Brown, I think he's a very good pickup. That was unbelievable to get him. I mean, they, they, but they got their college. I think it was just unbelievable to get a talent like that and for you to have taps to a, a, um, a college like Lackawanna that constantly, constantly breeds good players. Brandon Taylor, um, a guy I'm real interested to see just how good he turns out to be at the defensive end position. I can even see him at linebacker. Because uh, looking at how the defensive line is, who will be that guy? Mustella is 6'6", 235, man. I'm looking to see how guys like him do for sure. Also over there. I mean, it's so many guys that got talent. Taylor and Mustella, there's two guys to stop on. They have talent. And you got to see it. They didn't go get. I mean, these are three-star guys. It wasn't no five-stars all up. No, these are guys that could still be good. Because if you look at guys like Apke, like Sharif Miller, you know, that turn out to be good players. So, I really feel like Amin Vanover, a guy who was even a step above that, another good talent, 6'4", 260. You're going to see guys like Adisa Isaac battling there. Ochumba is a good, a real good pickup. I really liked him. Golden is a guy I talked to, real enthusiastic guy, energy. R.J. Adams, another guy. You know, just with Nick Dawkins, they really started out by building their offensive line. I think they want to keep depth going, depth going with that offensive line. Michael Bowens is one of my favorite recruits here. He's very exciting to watch. It's kind of like looking at, I mean, I've really been kind of intrigued by how they get go get quarterbacks. You know, you got uh, Taquan Robeson. You got Michael Johnson Jr. Guys like that. Guys like that, uh, and then you bring him into the quarterback. Michael Bowens, you still got Will Levi. You, you bring Michael Bowens into that quarterback room like, Jesus. I mean, that is talent back there. That is talent. They really know how to go get quarterbacks. I really like that. That's that's like a sleeper, and they crept up on me like, then they got another one. Joseph Johnson was a real good one. Kozia Izzard is another one that 
on that line again. I mean, what can you say? So now you look at this and you want to know, you know, now we're going to go who could commit next. Theo Johnson, um, Jalen Berger, a running back who's one of my favorites out there in the country. You know, um, th- th- these are guys we got to look at. You know, you can look at Holmes, another guy who I feel like. Um, Lambert, I don't know. That's that's a big one, but I don't think he'll, he'll, he's going. I don't think it's leaning toward that point right now with the getting that uh, receiver commitment Let you know. I don't think Lambert's committing at all. I think that's not going to happen. Um, Jalen Berger is a guy to watch out for. I really believe that that, that is a Penn State commit. That's my lock right here on Follow the Sports Podcast. I feel like Berger... You're just waiting for to see who wants some more. And then he likes Rutgers. I mean, he, he has a lot of guys after him. He's a real, he'll be a big commit to put, you know, it's a couple of commits you got to look for in, in his class. Kevon Lee's another guy to look for. Let's see how Kayvon does. These are two guys. This is another guy, running back, right? But at the same time, you still got Kaziah Holmes, who I believe is a lock. I believe he's there. So we're talking three running backs. Is it going to be three running backs that commit? Is Kayvon going to go to LSU? Because they, they're not off the mark. That's a 50-50. Look, it's not, Kayvon's not certified, but he's definitely a favor of Penn State. I mean, following his recruitment, he's definitely a favor, but I don't know. LSU is there, and Florida is still around. That's going to come down to the wire. That recruitment going to come down to the wire. Jalen Berger. I just feel like him and uh, Holmes are there. That's it. I mean, I just feel like them two for sure. But Kayvon's going to be one to look at, look out for. We'll see where that goes. But Holmes and Berger, I feel like, are both Penn State. No no question. But Kayvon, will they get three running backs? That'll be interesting. I mean, this team is getting deep deeper than y'all think. Then we go to... Um, Parks was really, really a bad loss to me. I just really, because Parks and Dotton were two guys who I certified, definitely thought that, yo, yes, that this Penn State all day. The next thing you know, boom, it's over. Anton Harrison is another guy to look out for, maybe, but we'll see how that goes. I don't see, like, you know, a closing on that. I don't see, but he likes Penn State. That's that's what you people should know. You look at guys, uh, Mordecai McDaniel, I, that's still an up-in-the-air thing there, man. I, I, it's really up in the air. If you look at um, how Tennessee's been recruiting them, how Florida, you know, um, you look at Alabama's involved. Elijah Gaines is a guy that we'll see what happens. They're, they're looking at him. Elijah Gaines, is uh, he's a guy that we're going to see how that goes down. Of course, I think this will come down to a Big Ten battle. It's always that type of party, and that's what this one is. You look at the offensive guard like a Devin Willock, and I feel like you just got to watch out to see if Penn State feels like he's the guy they want to go after. I mean, I think if they go after him, he's Penn State, but they have interest, but let's just see how that happens. Is Penn State going to remain interested? You know, that's one of those type of things. So now we come back, and I want to talk about this roster. And um, it's real interesting to me because it's fun. Because now the recruits that they've been recruiting now get to go and show what they got. Well, Levi was a a real good – I mean, like I said, like Sam Bradford to me. 
when you throw that football. A man can play. And you can say what you want about Sam Bradford NFL, but Sam Bradford College was a whole nother story. All right. Now, Clifford is the man. You, you're not going to sit here and tell me that Clifford's not the man. This is battling. They want Clifford in there. They want him to battle unless he looks totally out of it. I don't care if Will Levi's looking good. If, if, if Listen, Will Levi could be looking better than Clifford. If Clifford looks good, he's in there. That's just what it is. All right? Um, and then the thing that Clifford... Man, he showed so much last year. I really was impressed. Every time he touched the ball, it was a big play. Every time he threw that ball, it was a big play. And so you get to work with Johan Dotson, who was one of the most explosive receivers, one of my favorite receivers. Johan, I'm sorry, Johan Dotson was one of the, my favorite receivers in that class. And then you got Justin Shorter, who I felt like was unbelievably, like, I think he's NFL. There's no question. He's a first-round pick. Unless something happens and he just lost his talent. When Justin Shorter gets on the football field, he's going to dominate people. People don't understand what you get in Justin Shorter. You get a domination type guy. I think he's going to be something special. Special in college football, mark my words. And you got K.J. Hamler. That's three. I see the 14-13 rankings, right? But those are three dynamic I mean, if you saw how K.J. Hamler did, and he's not even the highest rated among them guys. What do you think Justin Shorter and Jahan Dotson are going to do? Jahan Dotson showed what he could do. Justin Shorter caught a couple of, like, when they start being the regular receivers, nobody's going to stop Jahan Dotson and Justin Shorter and K.J. Hamler. It's going to be hard to plan for just them three. I'm just going to let it be known. Just those three alone, it's going to be hard to plan for those three. Then you still got Daniel George. Daniel George, I feel like, is... Then you got Mac Hippenham and Cameron Sullivan Brand. That, do you understand the type of... They still got other receivers. Like, they, they have help out there now. Because those last three I named, I mean... Or the last year, Daniel George, Cameron Sullivan Brand, Mac Hippenham, they won't get the ball like the first three. But when they do, then people are not even going to be ready for it. All right, now you got the tight ends who I want to talk about. You know, um, John John Holland been doing. He's just a stand up football player. That's what it is. His experience and everything means a lot. And um, Nick Bowers is another guy who he was um, recruited and definitely a, a, a real good player. No question. He yo. Uh, he was a good player in high school, and he's not really lived up to that automatic. Nick ain't lived up to that automatic hype, you know, but he has experience. Experience is something that people need to understand. Now, we want to talk about receivers. Dan Chisner and Weston Carr, two guys. Weston Carr is a transfer, a guy that will he get catches? Will he get touches? I don't think he will this year. Dan Chisner's another guy. He's a senior. 6'3", 202. Showed out, got the, got the scholarship. I mean, he, he. I mean, he. I think he'll get some touches. The man can fly. So, looking at this offense, I just want to come real clear about how good they are. Um, another thing to look at: the offensive line. I love it. This is it's time now. I mean, you can't say this offensive line is not going to be one of the best in college in the Big Ten at least. And in college football, Michael Manet was a, a top recruit. 
Okay, we know Gonzo is all about Steve Stephen Gonzalez is all about that life. He gets down on the offensive line. And then you got Will Fries. Will Fries. That's what I call him. Will Fries. But Will Freeze is a bad boy. And now you got Rashad, Rashad Walker and CJ Thorpe too. These are not just recruits, good recruits. These were top guys. Rasheed Walker was a, a stud. Everybody wanted Rasheed Walker. CJ Thorpe was another guy, a stud. So you I'm talking about if we looking at the guys on the offensive line now, Gonzalez wasn't looked at like that. Free wasn't looked at like that. But Manet was. Same thing, and Rasheed Walker and C.J. Thorpe are top-of-the-line guys. So you got to expect, like, this is going to be the bread and butter of this offense. This is the biggest part, of, the best part of the offense. You talk, not the receivers, not the running backs, not the quarterbacks. The offensive line looks good. You still got Desmond Holmes back there and Caden Wallace, who provide depth. So many other guys. You know, uh, you got Scruggs. It's so many guys that offer depth on this offensive line. He still got warmly there. I mean, this this Miranda's still there. A lot of people feel like I mean, I told you about this. Efner, these guys are deep at offensive line. Deep. I mean, you all the guys that they, everybody with Anthony Wigan, another guy they saying is coming in looking good. All the guys they they talk about are looking good. Like, they are deep on the offensive line. I think this is what really spells the offense. You didn't stop talking about the, you know, we don't need to be talking about too much about the, um, the, the running backs and all that. I think that's really being, I think the offensive line and the depth they are creating with there, like this year with Nick Dawkins, you know, and, um, you know, and Golden Chumba, guys like that. And then you got R.J. Adams, they're adding guys. On this offensive line still, I think this will be the bread and butter of Penn State's all. I think Lime Grover and what he has to work with is being underlooked. Now, the running backs, a very exciting group. C.J. Holmes is coming in. Let's, let's see what he does. Is he going to do something? Is he going to impact? This was a transfer, a very talented transfer. Then you look at Ricky Slade. I feel like he's just going to have such a great year. Oh, man, he's going to dominate. It's going to be hard. I think people are going to get tired of wanting to come to Penn State and they have to face another elite punishing running back. He's fast. He's hard to catch. He's small. He can catch. He can get between. But he's going to be everywhere on the field. And then you still got Journey Brown, who nobody feels like they need to mention like they should. Like, that's crazy. Like, Journey Brown, he's not better than the – can anybody tell me, listen, I only finished that. You know, I had one person say something about stars. Stars. So this is what you're looking at, stars. Okay. Ricky Slade's a five-star. Jenny Brand's a three-star. There's a difference, a lot of difference, and it depends on the high school you play at, too. Since high schools don't get looked at, and some players just get overlooked. So you got a three-star that, that rushed for all those yards and did all everything he did, right? Something that Ricky Slade didn't do at his high school. And you still feel like that he can't be measured at the same level as Ricky Slade. This, these stars are all opinions. 
So you mean to tell me the stuff that Journey Brown wait till Journey Brown starts running this football. You just wait till Journey Brown start running this football, man. Wait. Just wait. Then you got Devin Ford, who, you know, we're gonna see what happens. I would love, I can't wait to see him get on the floor. Like out of all the running backs, yeah, him and I mean, uh the first first, I mean, this is a good first three. And the crazy part is Noah Kane is still, I think he'll probably be the third guy. Right now, because he came in the camp and you know Ford wasn't there, Kane and came in the camp and put his stuff down. It's four running backs that will give you hell, hell. Then the fifth one is no joke, C.J. Holmes. We just don't talk about him because we know the recruiting process it took to get big time guys like Ford, Devin Ford, and Noah Kane, and the surprise of Journey Brown when he came through. Like, that was a good surprise pickup recruit. This guy can do it. So, I want to, uh, this podcast is based on the 2020 class right now, what they have and who they're going for. I went down real quick. And this offense, man, this offense is going to kill. Next week, we'll talk about the defense. Next week, we'll talk about the defense. But this offense I got to tell y'all, like, if you if you look at it, it's kind of different. The tight ends right now, I go to the tight ends. Pat Free, Freemuth, and Zach Koontz are still there. Listen, Koontz has not came out yet. I honestly believe when that guy comes out to play with Pat Free, that is going to be crazy. I mean, we, we got Holland. They got uh, Nick, Nick, I mean, Nick Bowers, but at the same time. When you look at these guys, look at how they play, and you still got these studs available. Brent Strange is on his team. I think he'll be red-shirted. It's unbelievable just to see the roster that they have. I, I really don't, you know, and I think people just want to be fair. That's why I have to accept the, the, the rating of Penn State because they haven't played yet. All these guys are so new and so young. You could talk about the potential with Slade. You could talk about the potential. So that's why I, I'm not, like, upset. But in a way, I'm just like, how could y'all not see how talented this group is? But everybody on the, you know, 247 and everybody rivals have rated all these guys so high. Clifford, you know, he – Quarterback competition doing this thing. And you mean to tell me that nobody is giving win to the fact that these are this is special kids. These are some special kids. So listen, man, I'm just here to give y'all something for Penn State. And I really feel like this is a very special team. We need to really, really like this offense is something special. It is a lot of gunslingers, a lot of Pulverizing runners, dynamic runners, great receipt. Like, this is going to be a very, very, very fun thing. So, listen, I'm out, y'all. I want to give y'all a little Penn State radio. Follow the podcast, man. It's a fun team. You got a good offense. I'm out, y'all. Follow me on Twitter, Lita Johnson. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I'm out, y'all.